welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people who made it all the way through the first Top Gun. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Top Gun Maverick, Cody. Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Full Let's colon, talk about something. Hold on now. Not a semicolon, full colon. Maverick. Why aren't there more semicolons in movie titles these days? What's, what's up with that? No love on the semicolon. Let's talk about another thing about this title of this movie. Yeah. How does Maverick have an E in the middle of it? Maverick. Maverick. It, when there's an E, doesn't it make it Maverick? No. What? Like no. a maven? If it was maverick. two words. Think about maven, which is a word coined by Malcolm Gladwell. M-A-V-E-N, right? Probably. I listened to the audiobook, so I don't know how it's spelled, but I think that's how it's spelled. Right? It's like rave. As no. soon as you put you put A-V-E, Ave, right? Rave, Maven, Shaven. So it's Maverick, right? They, they're saying it wrong. No. It's Maverick. Crazy? Maverick. You're Maverick. It wrong. Maverick. 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 Nah. Yeah. I like Maverick better. Nah. So we watched Top Gun Maverick. No. Don't disrespect this. <laughs> Sadly, do you want do you want to give a rundown of this movie? Cody, let me take you let me take you let me take you on a ride, alright? This movie it centers around one top gun graduate whose call sign is Maverick. Alright. We're there. He's there. We're here. He's there. All right. It's been an amount of time, but we all know Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly look the exact same as they did back in the day. All right. They haven't aged a day. It's terrifying, and we love it. Why didn't they ever get together and make sweet babies? That's the real question. They make babies immortal children. That's what they would be, Cody. All right. And we know it. How are they? How does how here's the real question about this movie, Cody? How does Jennifer Connelly make Tom Cruise look old? All right. Anyway, don't <laughs> answer that. I'm telling you about the story. <laughs> it's Maverick. It's been time. He's a test pilot. He's doing stuff. He's Ice is there. There he's flying planes. Ice is old. They're all old, but he's less old somehow than all the people who are the same age as him. And they got a mission, and he's the only pilot that can do it. So he's got to train the other pilots how to do it. Also, John Hamm is there. Very well done, sir. You you hit all the points. Yeah. Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly, other people, planes. It's all happening. There's a mission even. Amazing. You want to... Hit me with it, Tyler. Just give me your first impression of Top Gun Maverick. Cody, how dare you? My first impression is Top Gun, of Top Gun Maverick is that the, the steelbook for this movie has been pre-ordered. Normally, I'd go through wow. Best Buy. Best Buy would not allow me to pre-order the steelbook. So guess where I got it from? That's right, Amazon. And I was prepared to go, prepared to, go to Amazon Italy if needed. All right? It's, it, it's rough because guess what? Amazon Italy... Hmm. Little known fact is in Italian. So it's very difficult mm. to navigate the page mm -hmm. when everything is in Italian. 
It's especially hard when you don't speak Italian. I've yes. heard. Never done it. Tyler, did you also order the uh, special Top Gun Maverick popcorn bucket? No, I expected my wife to, and she did not. That was her responsibility, and she failed me. It's all right. Uh, my friend was like, can you see it? You should get it because my friend's dad or my you know, my daddy-in-law or my dad figure uh, likes it and didn't get it, and uh, they were sold out, so it's fine. Yeah, I think they may I did have been see sold it. out. I, see, I saw it when I went to see Bob's Burger. Yeah. This is the Bob's Burger movie, and I was like, oh, my that is quite the canister. It looks very much like a can- it is a canister, as you said. Yeah. Let me tell you, Tyler. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Did I finish the first Top Gun movie? No, I never did. I didn't like it that much. I didn't. Never have I had enough disdain for like a leading character to be like, I'm just not gonna finish this. We're, we're cool. We're good. And now I regret it because I was like, eh, this movie would have probably been better if I had seen the original all the way through. But uh, it was a good one. I think this is the kind of movie where you're like, if you're looking for a good time, not a long time, this is it. This is the one. Anyone can hop in and enjoy the ride, you know? Much like a motorcycle ride with Tom Cruise, it's like, go ahead and hop on in, you know? You won't regret it. He'll be a gentleman until you ask him not to be, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You know, I see. I see you've been on that motorcycle ride before. Maybe even two times. Yeah. I'm just disappointed in you, Cody. For not finishing the original Top Gun or for for what? Just in general. About everything. I get that. That's every week, Tyler just disappointed in you and your failings as a human because of this you know <laughs> and i just you know it's rough it's rough mm. out here you know yep yep i hear it yeah i hear it i accept it i will do nothing to change it should we jump on into this one tyler should we yeah, dive let's right get, in let's get in you know let's uh cody Hop in, get in this F-14, let me take you on a ride to the danger zone, Cody. The highway, (laughs) let's drive on down the highway in our F-14, highway to the danger zone. Highway to the danger zone. Yeah. Cody, I'm not disappointed, I'm pissed, all right? We're here, (laughs) we're in the danger zone, spoiler town, USA. I feel like you have nothing to say about this film, so maybe I should go first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) 100%. I would be thrilled for you to go first. Gosh, I feel like, is it, I was going to say something about, like, is this how you feel when we do it, you know, when we do the things, but then it's like, there's no way that you could ever feel the level of disappointment I feel. So here we go. (laughs) I've started my timer. So I'm going, Cody. Here's the thing, Cody. I'm, I love this movie. It's so good. This is the best movie we've ever watched, all right? Except for We Know It, Dracula Untold. But I tell you right now, it's it's giving it a run for its money. It's a rough, it's a fight to the death in the skies of my brain, all right? That's what it is. Cody, they took us, they 
They, we got in there. We got there. We took, they took us straight to the danger zone. All right, let me take you through this movie. All right, I'm going to drop a fun fact on you because I thought, oh, man, it's going to be a race to see who gets this fun fact out. But two things about this fun fact. One, I read it before I even suggested that we see the movie, which is the time where, uh, based on your response, when you decided to go see this movie. So I definitely found it first. Also, I'm guessing you didn't look anything up and you don't care. Uh, Val Kilmer's voice, it's, uh, it's all AI. He cannot talk anymore. He actually has the throat cancer and it's, his voice gone. He can't talk no more. Cody, his voice gone. That's why they did that, all right? Isn't that fun? Iceman, we love to see ice. We love to see Val Kilmer. Iceman, here for the people who don't know, in the first movie, here we go. It's not really spoilers. There's nothing really to spoil about Top Gun, uh, the original one. But Iceman and Maverick were rivals. Oh, just like Goose. Uh, Goose was his co-pilot. So just like Rooster and Hangman, all right? Uh, but Iceman, you know, he's a good boy, and people liked him, and so he's the Admiral, and they became friends, Cody. That's this. That's the secret, all right? The real danger zone was the friendships we made along the way, okay? So the movie's so cool, though, all right? They're out there flying. He's there. We go there. The mo- we open up the movie, and he shows up. You know, he's cool. He's in his white tee. Man, you got to love Tom Cruise in a nice, tight, thick white tee. Mm, gives you the feelings cody he's in his hangar he's working on his old plane then he takes his motorcycle he flies right on through that uh uh the 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 gate into the the secret government r&d facility which i'll tell you right now the president of the united states could not fly on a motorcycle through a government facility like that checkpoint so makes you see how cool maverick is that they're just like we know it's him we felt the coolness coming we felt that cool breeze blowing we're in the mojave desert you know what's cooler than you know the cool breeze we know maverick's coming all right that's what it is and he's there they're like oh this guy this nerd shutting us down what are we doing mach 10 let's do it boom he does it cody fastest man alive right that's what she said. All right. <laughs> you know, all right. Check with Jennifer Connelly on the fastest man alive claim. All right. <laughs> so it's just like from beginning to end, the movie, Cody, is so cool. All right. That's the thing. I got no critiques about the movie. So cool. Here's my only critique. I said I know I didn't have any. I know I said I didn't have any, but here's my one. I've heard a lot of great things about the 4DX experience of this, where you go to them Regal 4DX movies and they got all the cool stuff. Uh, I don't have any nearby me. I have one that claims to be a 4DX movie, but it's just a Regal movie theater that doesn't have any movies in 4DX. So I'm really mad about it, all right? I think Regal is a terrible company and deserves to go out of business because they betrayed me, all right? Build one in Boston or get out of this country, Cody. That's what I say to Regal. Go back to England, you British people. Probably. It's Regal. They're, they've got a king or a queen, right? Like This movie's so good, Cody. How did you say? I wanted to be little little baby Tyler Wright. He wanted to be a fighter pilot so bad. And then his dreams were shattered when he got glasses like a freaking nerd all right can't have glasses and be cool like tom cruise okay i wanted to be a naval aviator but i wanted to do it by joining the air force because they only the the navy's not cool enough right that's the problem all right the navy they're not they you know sure what do they got better fighter pilots better food better stuff sure but the air force you know anyway 
Cody, I saw this movie. Is it, oh, it's in a pack. Okay, so it's in a packed theater, right? But let me tell you about this guy next to me. Let me tell you about the guy. Let me rant about this guy sitting next to me for a second. All right, he did the thing you do in movies. Every single trailer. What? That for every trailer. Jurassic Park Dominion came up. All right, he's like. No, not Jurassic Park Dominion. Okay, so it, no, it's Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, Dead Nation, or whatever. Part one. And when part one popped up, he went, oh my gosh. And it's like, you're in the wrong movie, guy. If that makes you go, what? You're in the wrong movie. Tyler, I'm enough to cut you off right there. I'm uh, I'm happy you've got to be reminded of what it's like to be in a movie theater with this guy. You know what? You're welcome. It was made better because of it. Okay, no, no, hold on. It made on. you think about the trailers. It made you think about why is, who is this guy, you know? It made the deeper meaning behind the trailers. Let me call Your emotional intelligence is going through the roof because you're like, what's his reaction? Why is he reacting that way, you know? There's also a Amazing. psychopath that bought a seat right next to two people who had already bought. Like, my Tiffany and I bought a pair of seats, and he didn't, mm-hmm. you know how, like, the seats are in space pairs. out. Did not space out. Bought right next to us. Okay, and I've then heard put this the about... popcorn in my seat. His popcorn was in my seat. Oh, I hate when people do that. And it's like, dude, you—I know for a fact this row was empty when we bought our seats, so you knew yeah. someone was sitting here. Yeah, um, I've heard this about the East. You have to tell me true it is, because I'm from the West. What I've been told is, culturally, if you're from the West, you spread out. I'm from the desert in the West, so it's especially true, right? You disperse yourselves. I've heard that in the East, because you're much more compact in space, it's just like, no, we're all, we're packing this thing in, so we're just going to get, we're going to, like sardines, we're going to come right next to each other. Is that, has that been your experience, living in the East for a bit? Yeah. My experience of living in the East is, there's a reason people moved West. (laughs) Okay. All right? Yeah. I have yet... Whenever someone saw my out-of-state license before I got a Massachusetts license, which is about half the thickness of a normal license, by the way. Hmm. It's like I spent like $120 on this license because they have like an insane amount of fees. Just a mm-hmm. heads up to anybody getting a driver's license in Massachusetts. There's the license fee. Okay. Yep. Then there's an application fee, another uh, licensing fee, an image fee, there's like 80 fees that add up to well over $100. So you're like, cool, I'm just yeah. going to go pick up my license for 45 bucks, And then they're like, that'll be $189. And you're like, but excuse me? All right? Yeah. So just Massachusetts as a state can go F itself. All right? That's what I'm saying. No one wants to be here. Everyone, when they saw me out of state, was like, why are you here? And I'd be like, I got a job. <laughs> and they're like, why did you take that job? Yeah. And I think that really illustrates it. I just want to move wow. to the danger zone. I want to move to the Mojave Desert. All right. Yeah, look, I've been there. I've lived it. All right. I grew up in the danger zone of Mojave Desert. And let me tell you, it's expensive to buy license plates there too. Okay. When I moved from California to Missouri, I was shocked. When I bought my license, I was like, that's it? That's all you're going to charge me? You're not going to charge me like three times that much? I don't understand. Why not, though? And when I did my license, I was like, I can do it for two years, and I can just hold on. I'm, You're telling me that two years in Missouri is about half the price of one year in California? What is that? Are you guys sure? I'll pay you more money, gladly, because I was expecting to walk out of here giving you 200 bucks. You asked me for 40 bucks, and now I'm confused. You know? 
I know. Here's another thing about it, Cody. Tell me if you've experienced this. So you can go online and make an appointment at the RMV. Not the DMV. It's the RMV in Massachusetts. What does the R even stand for? The R- round table? Regist- round table of Registrar, vehicles. Or, I don't know. RMV. Round I'm table. looking it up. Here we go. Registry Registrar of Motor probably. Vehicles. That's it's, what it hold stands on. for. It's a registry? department, though, because there's people that run it. It's no. not just like a book of motor it is vehicles. the registry of motor vehicles, Tyler, Cody. get out of there. you got to escape. The registry leave. of motor vehicles, the RMV, all right? RMV. I can't tell you how much I hate that. Yeah, we all hate it. Okay, here's the thing. You I know that I'm the guy that's been pronouncing it Maverick all day, but that makes me mad. <laughs> the registry. Registry of Motor Vehicles. So you go online, you make an appointment, or you can just show up and take your chances. All right, so what did I do when we got our licenses? I made an appointment, Cody, and I showed up with the appointment, okay? So I showed up. I have made the appointment. We're a little late, and I'm like, man, we're probably going to have to remake this appointment because, you know, this is the fake DMV. They're probably going to be like, nope, the next person in line is already having their appointment, right? It was no issue because here's what the appointment means. You go to a separate line that gets you to the front of the line to meet with the lady that puts you on a list to meet with somebody. The appointment is not making an appointment to meet with somebody to register your stuff. It's an appointment to be in the line to get in another line to meet with somebody. So I went in a line. almost as useful as a line. I went into a line. (laughs) and then i got to the front of the line and then i was like hey so we're late but is that all right and they're like yeah that's fine uh what was your did you you know what's your name and they look at our little paper that they got printed out to see our names and they're like here's your number and i was like what here's your numbers to go and you just go over there now and i look over there and it's another it's the real line and it's like we could have just had this be one line i'm about 90% sure that the DMV in Victorville, California has a very similar situation. That's the There's like a special way. line you can go to and they're like, yep, here's your here's your number, get in the line. Like, the people that just showed up got in that line too, right? And they're like, yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they absolutely did. Now, to be fair, the other line did get longer as we sat there, but we still had to sit there. I thought, cool, we can make an appointment. I'll just go and do this on my lunch break work from work we were there for two and a half hours we made an appointment yeah an appointment cody i'm sorry it's a bad place with bad people they also had separate things for driver's license for licensing and for registration so if you were wanting to register a car you went to your number said like r whatever and if you wanted to do licensing it had l Mm. whatever okay but when I got my license, the lady was like, do you also want to register a vehicle? And I was like, why do you have two separate groups if I can do them both at the same person? Why do you have three people doing licenses and two uh, people I doing know, registration when I we could exactly just have five people doing love, everyone? I know why you love this movie. Because you envied Tom Cruise. I did. He rides up on the motorcycle. They wave him into what must be Edwards Air Force Base. 
and uh, they're just like, do you want to hop in the plane? You're not allowed to. They're about to stop you, but you're going to do it. That's what you want for your life. You yes. want to be able to cruise in and be like, hey, no need for a line. It's me. I'm hopping in, and I'm going, and you can't stop me because I'm too cool for school. Yeah. Tyler, are you going to let me rant or what? I guess so. Let me start by saying, number one, I have nothing to say about this movie. Number two, you know, I'm, I worked hard. I worked hard to see this movie in IMAX because I saw the IMAX trailer like three times. I'm like, well, look at all the IMAX footage they've got. I've got to go see an IMAX. And I went. We had to be down south, so I was like, oh, we'll do a down south theater. I've been in so many movie theaters that aren't, that isn't Barry Woods. Barry Woods has the best premiere theaters by far. And I don't understand. I think it's AMC, their headquarters here. So they're doing all the experimental stuff. But they have a bunch of movie theaters where we're like, yeah, we tried this. It's okay. It's not as good as the one at Barry Woods. I just, I got to stop seeing movies. I am going to try to see the GXL though, which is like their giant screen. But it's not an IMAX format. So it was IMAX. I'm doing IMAX. I did it. I saw it. It was packed. It wasn't the big recliners. It was like literally, we couldn't squeeze into our seats. Like there were people seated before us. We were in the, it's not like we were there when the movie was starting. It was like a couple trailers in. It was rough. I could, I'm a little boy, you know, I'm a small man. I'm not tall and I'm pretty skinny. I barely got to my seat. It was one of those. It was bad. I don't know what they were thinking with these seats. It's fine. I saw it. It was good. All right. My first note, I should have seen the original. I should should have finished it. Should have done it. Would have meant more, but it's fine. I got the, you know, they give you the rundown. I get what happens. The guy's dead. And then there's another guy from that guy. And these connected to Maverick, whatever, it's fine. It was great. It was great that they included Val Kilmer. Hi, Tiffany. It was great. We love Val. Bailey, like three different times, leaned over to me and said, I love Val Kilmer. <laughs> Look, I know. We all do. We all love Val Kilmer. Um, you know, he's got a documentary out. It's supposed to be pretty good. And uh, we almost saw it, and then we didn't. It was great. It was so nice of him to include him. I didn't realize they had to AI his voice because I knew he had the cancer. Didn't realize his voice was totally gone. So that's really cool. It was really cool of them. Good for them, you know? You know what I noticed? Not a lot of music in this movie. There were like three scenes, I feel like, where they're like, okay, during the big moments, we're going to hit the music. But a lot of the fight scenes, it's like, if we're not playing a track, there's no or- orchestration, you know? You're just listening to fight sounds and Tom Cruise being the cool guy, which I was like, that's pretty good. I liked that it was, you know, I, th- I heard in interviews Tom Cruise talking about it, like his love letter to aviation, you know? I feel like there's a lot of respect for the planes. They're like, we're going to shoot it in IMAX. We're going to give you the sound effects. We're going to make it cool, you know? And they did. It was it was pretty cool. Let's talk about this. <clears throat> it's a Top Gun movie. Top Gun, famous for its volleyball scene and the, the double windmill high five, all right? They, they coined it. They made it a cultural icon, all right? A meme, if you will. What are we going to do in this movie? We're going to do a beach football scene. You know, why not? We got to get those boys' shirts off, and we got to show what they've been doing, you know? It was fine. No, it wasn't fine. It was good. It was a fun scene, all right? I had zero complaints until Tom Cruise was like, I'm taking a break. I'm going to jog back to my chair. Got to wave at Jennifer Connelly. (laughs) And at that point, I realized Tom Cruise is wearing beach jeans. Hold up. Stop right there. Everyone in there, they're in shorts, whatever. They're running around. 
<laughs> Tom Cruise. I mean, he's in good shape, obviously. <laughs> it's hard to put him next to some of those young people. And it's not that Tom Cruise doesn't look good. His arms look great. His chest is, is doing okay. <laughs> but when you put his chest in wet jeans, <laughs> something's off. <laughs> it's like, they're like, the jeans were up a little too high and they were cutting off his chest here. I was like, no, no to beach jeans, all right? If you want to look cool on the beach, I recommend shorts, all right? If you're in great shape and you're in the beach scene, don't do big jeans. Don't do it. You put on short. Tom Cruise, you wear shorts, sir. Don't you? How dare you show up in wet beach jeans for the beach football scene? I'm upset about that, all right? By far my biggest gripe of the movie is a good movie, solid film. It was well made, but beach jeans good, sir? What are you doing? That's where I draw the line, all right? I asked for a refund. No, I didn't. Didn't ask for a refund. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm conflicted about the tracks. They went with classic rock tracks, which, you know, I'm a fan of The Who. I'm a fan of some of those artists. So I thought it was good. It was good to pay homage to the original. I almost wish they did some more modern tracks. I want to hear your thoughts on that, okay? But I'm not done yet. Because uh, now I'm pretty much done. My thing's about to get my thing's about to go. My timer is gonna go off here. Two, one. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop because I need to hear your thoughts on the track. Cut you off, Cody. All right, here's the thing, Cody. You're making yourself like an idiot out here. All right. He wore jeans in the original movie. That was the thing. He was wearing jeans. The rest of them were in like shorts, and he was wearing jeans in the first movie. Okay, that's. That's it, Cody. I feel but they like, were, look, here's the thing. Cody, I don't no, even no. have a problem with no, no. jeans in general. No, no. They looked bad. Like, Cody, you no, can, no. there are jeans that look good. They were bad jeans. Cody, here's the thing. This is the issue with what with you watching this movie. All right. It's like uh, someone said to you, hey, you should watch Harry Potter. And you're like, all right, I'm going to watch the last five minutes of the last movie. And then be like, I didn't understand any of it. And I thought it was dumb. That's what you're doing right now, Cody. That's what's happening. You know? You're telling me he like, looked good in those jeans? Cody, I'm saying Tom Cruise looked good in everything back then. All right, here's what I'm gonna do. I will Back then? We're not talking about back then. I don't have a problem with the original Top Gun volleyball scene. I got a problem with old man Cruise in beach jeans today. In the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. You're going to tell me the beach jeans weren't a bad idea? I'm saying no one but you noticed them because we were all like, oh my gosh, he's wearing the same outfit he was, the same exact jeans. He beach put on jeans the same are not an outfit, thing, all right? All right? Let, let's establish that right now. How dare you? You know how often Tom Cruise is wearing only beach jeans? This man intentionally went to the beach. He knew they were going to the beach. He planned this outing, and yes. he chose jeans. He had to roll them up. They still got soaked, absolutely drenched. Why even rolling them up if they're going to get drenched? I don't believe this man is outrunning anyone in beach jeans. You ever, have you ever worn wet denim and tried to have a foot race with someone? Get out of here. It doesn't work. The chafing. The chafing that Thomas Farley Cruz must be experiencing, there's no way he's going to be able to lay it down with Jen Connolly after, after the chafing that must have occurred. It's poor planning. I'm just letting you sit with your sit in your air and your. Tyler, let's talk about glasses in the air in in the 
for pilots. I've heard this. You got to have perfect vision to be a pilot. So what's up with Bob? Are you able to? He's the backseat guy, so he's able to wear glasses? Correct. That's the answer. Man. All right. Let me ask you this. Of the newbies, who's your favorite? What's the best call sign? Who's your favorite character? All right. From the let new me add you. Gun, let me Academy. add you a factoid. They got to pick their own. That's why Rooster's Rooster, because he's supposed to be Goose's son. He wanted to pick a bird. All right. Right. Bob picked the call sign Bob. Phoenix is the best one, but Bob picked Bob, and that's why he's my favorite. Bob's my favorite too. Obviously, not obviously. Bailey picked uh, Rooster. Followed shortly by Hangman, of course. Um, but, you know, I I got to go with Bob. I'm a glasses boy. Bob. Bob's a sweet man. He's a sweet man. We love Bob, all right? Bob's, you know. I could, I'm going to be honest. I could have handled more dialogue from Bob. I wouldn't have been mad. They threw him a few extra lines. It's too much. It would have been too much, Cody. Can't Who would have realized what it. a dork he is? No, it just some dork with know. glasses who's a top twelve graduate of the Top Gun. Well, Academy. he's the backseat to a you know top twelve, right? That's the whole thing, you know. Mm. Don't be don't be out here giving him. But he's there. He's invited to the beach football game, right? And he's the one who's wearing a shirt because he's part of the That's team. Right. Yeah, Cody. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you're not understanding. He's part of the team. Can we talk about one thing? Is there a cooler plane than the F-14? Probably not. I remember when I was a kid, that was like, that was the plane. That was the yeah. one. You had the little figurines up. That was the one. Little wings popping out. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that the wings fold and unfold and all that, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't have um, a lot more gri- I only have two more gripes. Number one. Bailey and I were shook by the Mission Impossible Part 1 trailer. There's no way. There's no way. You can't do it. Just give... What's wrong with giving me Mission Impossible 6 and then 7? We got to do Part 1 and 2. And I'll say the same thing to you that I said to the guy... I wanted to say the guy next to me. You're at the wrong... Why are you at Top Gun Maverick if you're not excited about getting Part 1 and 2 of Mission Impossible 6? Look, every Mission Impossible movie I've seen... I have enjoyed thoroughly. I'm going to go watch part one, and I will be there for part two, okay? Doesn't mean I have to be happy about it. No, it does, though. Because you're, again, here's the thing. They're doing Why so much. Did you see that trailer? Movie? Did you see how many scenes were in that trailer? I saw. So many. It's going to be a big one. Tom Cruise in the first Top Gun looks like such a little boy. You think he doesn't look, you know, you think he looks the same, and then you look at a picture of him from 40 years ago, and you're like, oh, he does not look the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks um, older. Okay. This is my final gripe for the movie. Can you tell me? And don't tell me this isn't a thing, all right? Because you're sitting here, you're saying, no, whatever you said is dumb. And yeah. it's not true, because I'm obviously right, all right? Someone has to be here to ground you. I'm not the only person who noticed this. I'll start that out, all right? Bailey doesn't count. Let's talk about this. 
Tom Cruise. <laughs> he spends an evening with Jennifer Connelly. All right, they're yeah. there. They're in the bedroom. <laughs> they're having a conversation. They're talking about life. You know. <laughs> he interrupts her like at least twice. <laughs> they're having their pillow talk. It's real sweet. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, not as much as she is." And he's like, "So how did that? You know, how do you deal with that?" <laughs> Like, she didn't even finish her set. Like, I don't know what happened. Tom Cruise is stepping on, like, every one of her lines. Jennifer Connelly deserves so much better. And here's my question. How is that the take they use? Like, Jennifer Connelly was in the middle of her line. Tom Cruise is like, we're skipping ahead. I'm doing my line now. And then she, a consummate professional, just answers his question and moves along. But what, what happened there? Explain that to me. I mean, Cody, that's Tom Cruise, all right? If you're not – Jenner Connolly, she's too slow for John, for Tom Cruise, all right? He's got to go fast, all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how many times I have it. I was like, he's going for it. He's out here. He's getting through the scene faster than – he's the fastest man alive. He'll finish the scene yeah. before you even you even said your line. He's already through all his. Exactly. Oh, Cody, like, once did, you've gone Mach 10 – He's been in this 10, business so long. <laughs> what happened? Once you've gone Mach 10, everyone else just seems too slow. All right. Mm. And that's Here's the, my question. The reality. Jennifer Connelly, she was in the original? Because I pulled up Top Gun for a second, and she did not pop up in the cast, and I was very confused. I was like, wait, what's she even doing here? But I thought I... Was she in the original? Because Meg Ryan was, because they show the footage of her. Yeah, Meg Ryan was Goose's... Goose's piece. Yeah. What's her name? Penny or something? Jennifer Connelly? She is not in the IMDb listings. So they just kind of threw her character in there and were like, hey, they've got history. No, there's a... Because I don't even think her character's name is... Okay, so cast... Because there's another woman. Not Meg Ryan. There's another one. Not Meg Ryan. Don't be. He would never. All right. Cody, how dare you? Penny. I got nothing. She's not in it, Cody. Forget it. Move on. All right. I'm very confused. I'm not complaining. I'll never complain if you throw Jennifer Connelly in the mix. Kelly McGillis is in it as Charlie. But. Penny is yes. the person who Jennifer Connelly plays. Charlie is, I believe, let's, I'm checking. Because even the Top Gun cover, it's Tom Cruise and then a blonde lady. Like, that's the... Yeah. And it says, Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis. Yeah. So Jennifer Connelly isn't... She's just, you know, Kelly McGillis, I don't know, is she, is she dead? Does she look old? Probably. She does look old. Here's the thing. When you're like, we have to find someone Tom Cruise's age, but as hot as Tom Cruise. Your options are very limited. I hear that. You know? Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Did you notice Tom Cruise uh, stepping all over Jen Connolly's scene? Not for one that? second. Not even for all a right. second. That means you're part of the problem. Yeah. That's what I'm just I'm happily part of the problem if it means I get more Top Gun Maverick in my life. All right? 
Yeah, Kelly McGillis is five years older than Tom Cruise, so that's something, right? Yeah, she's also not, like, just some girl. Like, she's, like, part of the instruction staff, I believe, in the first movie. She rides on the motorcycle, probably, and then Jennifer Connelly's seven years younger than, eight years younger than Tom Cruise. That math checks out. Man. Tom Cruise. Here's the thing. Here's what I love about Mission Impossible and Top Gun and like 80% of Tom Cruise movies. Right. Like the whole the whole like premise is this guy's way too cool for you, you know? Too cool for school. He's the best. He's the best that possibly ever could have been. And he knows better than anyone else. And he's going to do it. And he's going to bend the rules, but let me tell you, he's also going to get the job done. It made me nervous to watch Tom Cruise riding this motorcycle with no helmet. I was like, Tom, you gotta, you gotta wear that protection. And let me tell you, I think that translates to the bedroom. I don't think this man has worn a Jimmy in his life. All right, I can almost guarantee it. Cody, this is a protection-free man living life on the edge. I've got something that's more outrageous for you. Okay. Right. In the trivia section, which is filled with good trivia. This movie got some good stuff, all right? Mm-hmm. There is one about fanboy's helmet, which is written in the Star Trek font. And then the, the so the fact is Paramount owns and distributes both Star Trek and Top Gun. Oh. That's the trivia fact that this person came to me with, all right? <laughs> and I want them to feel bad about it, all right? <laughs> I want them to look at themselves. Interesting? No. I have to sign in, Cody. Ugh, it's just... You know I'm going to sign in, and it's... Here we go. You know what? I'm, I did it. I signed in. All right? Wow. This is how strongly I feel about it. 210 of 232 found this interesting. <laughs> that they That someone references... Uh, Star Trek, one of the most famous sci-fi shows of all time, and uh, Paramount Plus happens to distribute. Let me hit you with some of these factoids, Cody, all right? Yeah. The P-51 Mustang is Tom Cruise's real plane. He owns that and knows how to fly it and actually works on it, all right? That was his real plane that he actually flies for fun, okay? Miles Teller says three of the six new actors threw up every day filming in the uh, in no. the Jets. Miles Teller says he chose Rooster because he's supposed to be Goose's son. They're both birds. He wanted to keep some level of, like, relationship there, right? These are yeah. interesting factoids, all right? The font is not interesting. Mm. You're not a font? You're not a font guy? I mean... I love a little font. Don't action. come oh, to this trivia Give me trivia all the section. font trivia. I sign up for a movie to notice fonts, all right? When I get in that movie, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Is Helvetica going to make an appearance? I'm ready for it. Oh, my goodness. Is that Times New Roman? Don't tell me Papyrus is going to pop up. If Papyrus pops up in this movie, I'm going to give it five stars. It's going to be an A-plus movie for me. There was no Papyrus in this movie. Let me tell you, I was a little disappointed. Cody, we all know Bookman old style is the best, okay? Also, here's another fact for you. Tom Cruise agreed to be in this movie only if they used real planes and not a bunch of CG garbage, all right? Nice. And it was awesome. Look me in the eyes. 
deeply. Mm. It was awesome. It was. Look, you're right. Here's what I thought was interesting about this movie. It's hard to make a movie like this during the peacetime, you know? When we don't have, like, a really great war going on, it's hard. Because in this movie, even they're like, enemies have got uranium. We got to blow it up. <laughs> it's like generic, which is fine. Like, whatever, it's fine. It's, well, it's like a rogue I miss when it was like, no, it's the Nazis or it's the it's the Russians. That's right. The classic enemy from the first Top Gun movie, the Nazis. Here's what. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. Okay. Top Gun prequel. Would you not watch that? Okay. Let me back up here. This is what I think is funny. They go hard. They go all in saying, these are the enemy. We have no idea who they are or what country it is. We're not even going to say. We'll keep it neutral. Fair play. That's a smart thing to do if you're a studio. Trying to make a big budget. You know, you want broad appeal. Except they went out of their way to be like, we're going to use the original Top Gun jacket with the Taiwan flag on it. Boom. So they went all in on, hey, this is generic enemy, but then they're like, but we will piss off all of China. Yeah, nobody cares about pissing off China anymore. Which is great. But it was funny because that was such a huge thing. For the last, like, seven years, that's all I've heard about is, like, The Rock had to apologize. Chris Pratt had to apologize. Um, Simu Liu refuses to apologize. Good for him. interesting that they were like, no, we're just doing it. We're just going for it. Here's the thing. I'm not. I respect it. I'm just saying, you know, I want. I let's pick one country to be the bad guy, and they own it, and they egg us on, and you're the bad guy in all the movies. You know, well, I mean, who's gonna take the pick, hit? Russia There's so many we could it. pick from. Here's How many dictators are there out there that we could be like, nah, you're definitely the bad guy. Here's the problem. Russia has happily accepted the role of bad guy for the entire world for a very long time. All right. Mm-hmm. I feel like part of the issue, right, and these people are obviously, like, somewhere in the former Soviet Union, I'd say. That's based on their, like, camo scheme and their logo. It's like, you're obviously, like, yeah, but they're probably somewhere in Russia, right? Probably Mm. Russians. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or maybe, like, you know, a stan of some sort, right? Here's the thing, though. I feel like lately with Russia, it's too real if you make Russia the bad guy. Yeah. Like the last few years, it's become a little too real. Mm -hmm. Since Russia started randomly invading other countries and seizing large portions of land, which everybody's like, that's invade what you claim you own. Like, if I decide it's mine, then how am I invading it? Cody, a wise man once agreed with you. That man was an excellent painter and had an excellent sense of mustache fashion. All right. We all know who we're talking about. All right. Yeah. And he agreed wholeheartedly. And I think, you I know, can't tell you that guy, how led... many U S presidents would agree with, you know what? Jackson would agree with me. James K. Polk would agree with me. You know, all the greats like, look, yeah. if we decide it's ours, then it's, we get it. Yeah. I don't need your permission to take what I want. Exactly. Anyway, I'm expanding our fence line in the backyard. I'm really excited about it. Nice. You just take, I mean, and that's your right, Cody. 
as a white man. I have my fence touches one, two, it touches four neighbors, and I'm I'm gonna get two or three two or three feet back from each one of them. I'm feeling really good. But about you gotta it. start with just doing one, and then once yeah. they don't say nothing about it, then that open, then you got all of them. I know exactly who to do it from. One of my neighbors is a renter. What are they gonna do? They're renting. They you own, own your own their home. house. You're better than them. <laughs> I'm going to move the fence, and then it'd be like, seems like my landlord's problem. And the landlord never even seen him. So it's like, yeah, no, we, we got this. Once I get, once I establish the precedent, then we'll move on back, and uh, then we'll go over to the other side. I, we're we're going to be good. It's going to be yeah. really good. That's how you do it. And then you got all the space in the whole world. Oh, yeah. Um, there were some good, I like... Look, this is a classic movie. It's got great, exciting, plain action. We got fighter jets, and we're going all out, okay? That was fun. Had some fun, classic tracks. Some dudes took their shirts off. We were happy about that. There's also a few good gags, all right? Bob's here. He's like, it's just Bob, you know, Bob loved it. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise gets pushed out of Jennifer Connelly's second story bedroom window he's like you gotta sneak out <laughs> and he pops up in the dot he's a right eye line with the daughter in the kitchen god it's classic it's a great gag and uh, what's the other one row <laughs> maverick makes his sacrifice he sacrifices himself to save rooster amazing all right yeah then rooster sacrifices himself to save maverick and you're like amazing they get out <laughs> He goes, tackles Rooster. Was like, "What were you doing? Like, what did you know?" I was like, "What were you thinking?" He's like, "You told me not to think." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. well, it's good to see." You, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there was some good. It was a pretty good one. And I, I look, I appreciate this movie. They took the original Top Gun format of just, "Hey, we're ha- we're having a cool, we're cool guys having a cool time. We got great tracks. We're playing volleyball. We're flying planes. I think I'm better than you. You think you're better than me. But we all know that I'm right. You know, that was the attitude of the movie." feel like they did a good job doing that but they still said you know what we we want there to be some meaning behind here and how's maverick going to be better can he become a teacher you know can he lift other people up and can he reconcile with rooster and you know make up for the mistakes of the past and there can they squash their beef you know so i really appreciate that they they took the extra step like no we're gonna give these people some depth and we're gonna make it work so I liked it. It wasn't just about we're gonna shoot with real planes. We're gonna make it work and make it look great. Like no, we're gonna we're gonna take some time with this script and we're gonna do our best to flesh it out. But also, this is just a cool guy movie. There's cool guys, cool gals, and we're all hanging out and we're flying the planes. Yeah, I like that they, like you said, like they they kept everything simple, right? Because I feel like nowadays, right, in today's modern era cody you know these young mm-hmm. whippersnappers making movies right they always get way too complicated way too complicated with the story and like all these different characters and this one they're like all right here's the deal there's some bad guys they're going to make some uranium we got to blow it up it's in a rough spot because guess what if you were going to make a secret super internationally illegal uranium refinery you would probably put it in the most difficult to blow up spot and heavily defend it right that seems fair so i like at no point when they were doing it like it definitely felt like the kind of thing you would get in like an ace combat game which is like the most low like 
Like, this is the most generic military mission you've ever heard of. But it's like, at the end of the day, most military missions are generic military missions. So, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. more realistic if it's more generic sounding. And it's like... And especially in our days, right? It's not yeah. like they're fighting a specific war against a specific enemy. And it's yeah. not based on, you know, oh, based... Everyone knows this battle from World War II where they had to do this and this is what it's based on. It's like, no, it's... Yeah. It's now times. We just got to get a mission. Yeah. And, like, you know, given, like... I like how they, like... They gave a good reason in, like, the briefing thing when they were telling uh, Maverick about the the mission and he's like well normally i would say just use the f-35 but here's why you can't because then i like because that would be the easiest way to like if they had tried to not like if they had tried to just be like how um the original top gun was where there was more of the just their students of this school and then there are events that happen that cause them to go into combat you know mm-hmm. um but it's not like I don't think they're training for a mission specifically in the first Top Gun. They're just students of the Top Gun school. Right. It's who's going to be the Top Gun of the Top Guns. Yeah. So the fact that they were like, no, no, there's a reason we can't just put these people in F-35s and like basically bomb this thing from low orbit with this super advanced fighter that can't be like it's just unmatchable by anything else, you know? Um, And like... Because that's the thing is, like, you know, you look at, like, modern air or aviation stuff, like military aviation, most missions are probably pretty boring because especially if you're, like, even an actual pilot in an F-35, you know there's probably really nothing in the air that can touch you. Like, you can outrun and outmaneuver mm-hmm. just about anything. So I thought it was cool that they gave a reason for it. He called out, like, normally I would say this is fine, but you can't use those here, so this is why we'll use this thing, and we'll use... They still... They didn't be like, oh, well, do we have to use the F-14s, because that's what we used in the first movie. They are like, no, no, the F-14 is old and busted. No one uses those anymore, unless you're too poor to buy new stuff. And mm-hmm. then... So they went with the F-18s, which is, like, the more modern... Like, the oldest modern thing that's still in use. And mm-hmm. It's just, like, little things like that. Like, the story's believable. The... I always felt the time pressure that they tried to keep up. I thought, like, John Hamm's character did a good job of maintaining that without being, like, every other scene is just him yelling at them for not training faster. Because then it's like, well, that's not that's stupid. Nobody likes that. You know? Mm-hmm. I liked their banter. Yeah. I liked their back and forth. Yeah. You know? Banter. Well, just going back to what you said about, just, you know, it's kind of a generic mission, but they sell it really well because they're like, hey, here's the parameters. And they explain it really well, and they show the students really struggling to navigate the course the way they needed to. And it comes to the head where it's like, all right, Maverick, he's just going to go rogue. Classic Maverick. He's a Maverick. And he's a Maverick. Such a Maverick. And he's like, no, I'm going to show you. The run can be done. We, you know, you can do it in 215. And that's how he kind of inspires the people. Like, no, we, this is how the mission needs to be done. And so and they shot it so well you know it's like it doesn't like you said you don't have to overcomplicate it like it's a pretty straightforward premise but we're going to really show them training and show the difficulty to get ready for it and then they're going to throw you some curveballs on the day like on the day it's like okay as long as we don't disturb the people there's not enough time for their fifth gen fighters to get us but then it's like oh crap they're just on routine patrol so they are like out there and they're already launched so it's like okay here's another wrinkle in the plan it was it was well done, you know? Yeah. 
I was telling, so one thing I did, a gripe I kind of had, and this is not a gripe with the movie itself, it's more a gripe with the decisions of John Hamm as an admiral and his character and his decisions as an admiral. Okay, so you've got two squads, two squadrons, right? You know, you got your main one and you got backups. And it's like the backups, let's be real. It's not like these guys failed. Send in the second group because they're not going to make it. The, like they said, the fifth gen fighters, the new boys, you know, they're just going to shoot down anything that comes their way if they're in position to do that. The whole point is to get there before those guys know they're coming. So why in the world do you put the backup squadron also in the old fighter? Why are they not in super new cool stuff? And so to me, the only real explanation is because the Air Force and Navy are probably like, you guys can film like two F-35s just kind of like flying in formation just fine. Oh, cool. Can we film like inside the cockpit and do maneuvers and stuff? And they're like, absolutely not. And you're all going to jail if you ask again. You do not get to mess with the most advanced stealth fighter in the world. You can mm. film the outside of them doing very lazy maneuvers going forward. Maybe doing a slight turn outside of that. Nope. You don't get to even think about looking at them. I was like, that's really seems like the only explanation, right? But then they Probably. show some of the in, like. I feel like they showed some of the cockpit with the like and some of the fancy stuff when they were doing their dogfight. But then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no, no, most of the focus was always on the old planes, not on the brand new super top secret plane, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I wonder if that's why they couldn't put – because I feel like in real life they would just put them in be like, all right, so you guys are the backups, so if they're getting chased, you can go intercept and, like, run some interference for them. But also, what kind of psychopath would try to take on a U.S. naval, naval fleet in a fighter plane, right? The, the Probably enemy, you know. somebody with a red bird as a logo. Mm-hmm. That's. Let's talk about their logo. Let's talk about the bad guy logo. All right. Oh yeah. That's a that's a multiplayer game logo if I've ever seen one. Right, like <laughs> the kind where it's like make your yeah. insignia and it's like cool. I can do a circle with a bird and I can make the circle one color and the bird another color and then you make it and you're like that's awesome. That's what that is, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like we can't make this look. We went neutral. We can't make this look like any other countries. You know, the worst we can do is make it red. <laughs> you know, like that's. We make it red, and we'll make it something no one uses. Yeah, it's red. That's how you know they're bad guys. Yeah, but I did. I thought it was. I I was shocked. I thought Maverick was dead i thought the movie was gonna end with him sacrificing himself yeah like i was like okay they're gonna make it back and they're dead and he's dead you know and then he wasn't and i was like i've never been got by something like that so hard cody yeah yeah i've never been so sure of one of something and then it's like oh my gosh he's still alive you know what i'm saying no, they got you. They got me. They got everyone. I did like how they stole the plane and his plan, which is a genius plan, right? Because they didn't do the thing. Like, I felt like it would have been easy to be like, oh, they're going to get noticed and they're going to get shot at. But that seems less believable than 
oh two dudes running across the tar like the runways in a bombed out air base where there's people right. running and there's smoke everywhere. Nobody's gonna be like, hey. Can I see your ID? <laughs> yeah. Well, those guys exactly, because it's like, okay, we got bombed by a plane. Why on earth would there be two random infantry from the enemy? You know, why would they be here? There's yeah. no reason. You got people running in all different directions. No one's going to stop anybody. Yeah. I did like when they're up in the thing, and he's like, okay, just smile and wave. We're up in the planes. And he's like, what does that sign mean? He's like, nope, no idea. Yeah, okay, no what idea. about this one? And they're like, nope, I don't know what that is either. It's like, nope, never seen that before. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, let's go. And he just, like, runs away. He's like, oh, okay, that's... Probably how it would go. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta, you know. It's such a good movie, Cody. It was a good one, yeah. You know, it's just like, it's exactly what it needed to be. And it didn't try to do anything extra. It didn't be like, well, we gotta, we gotta change the game. It's like, no. You know, the original one did it, had it right in that people really just want to see, like, pilots really are cocky douchebags. So there's no reason to not make them cocky douchebags, you know? And then they all think they're the best. They are going to act like this, you know? This is, you know, it's like you don't really need to change the formula here other than maybe give them a mission to increase the stakes. Mm-hmm. But just keep it simple. Like, you're not going to be bombing a Russian military. The whole thing is going to be like this is a rogue state. Like, this is... This isn't a tradition. The whole thing that they, it's kind of like quietly said in like some background as they're showing like some graphics on the screen, like some background dialogue of like, the whole thing is like, this is like a a rogue state. Like it's not a traditional country. It's like a well-organized thing that is like, you know, like owns part of a country kind of thing, you know, like they're not necessarily... Um, the military of a government that the u.s recognizes so it's not like which is true i mean like if you were flying a mission like this you wouldn't be bombing you know even if you were about to bomb like a russian military complex like the admirals and stuff probably wouldn't even tell you you were bombing russians they would probably be like nope we're just bombing some terrorists you know like literally as less people know what we're actually doing here the better you know Mm -hmm. so sure I just, it's such a good film, Cody. It's so cool. Tom Cruise designed a training course to teach them how to be in planes, which I thought, yeah, he did. I think I would rather have a military fighter instructor, like fighter pilot instructor, design the course. What better, but like, what better preparation is there for the movie? Because the whole point of the movie is, Maverick, this guy's a wild card. He is a maniac, and he's teaching you now. What better way to prepare than having Tom Cruise be like, now I'm teaching you. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this, is not, this is not going to go well. I mean, obviously it worked, because three out of the six uh, threw up every single day. Um, Did you see the Kelly McGillis quote? No. She was not asked to be in the movie. And someone asked about it. She's like, uh, probably didn't ask me because I'm old and fat and I look age appropriate for what my age is. And that is not what the whole scene is about. Rather feel absolutely secure in my skin and who I, who and what I am at my age as opposed to placing value on all the other stuff. 
So, you know. Yeah. It was funny that they, it was interesting because it's like, they brought Jen Connolly and was like, yeah, no, you've been here the whole time. We all know who you are. And as someone who did not finish the original Top Gun, and even when I did watch the original Top Gun, it was a long time ago, I was like, sure, why not? I guess she was probably in the original. Yeah. I'd believe it. I also think it's interesting. There were other people up for Rooster, and even uh, Hangman was up for Rooster, and then Nicholas Holt. But you look at Miles Teller with that mustache, you're like, yeah, he looks just like Goose. Like, he's got, like, a longer face, and, like, you know, like... Yeah. It's much more believable that he would be Goose's son versus the guy who looks like Val Kilmer, you know, had a clone baby Hangman, you know? Yeah. Now, here's my question. Did You saw it in IMAX. Did you notice the whole movie shot in IMAX? So normally, you know, it like switches between IMAX and normal. Yeah, yeah. But this one, it's like the whole movie's supposed to be shot in like the highest quality IMAX that I, exists. I think there were a few scenes that didn't have the aspect ratio, but like everything in the plane was definitely IMAX. And yeah. it didn't, normally it's kind of distracting me because I notice it. I noticed the switch and I didn't really notice that at all with this one. So I'm, I am glad I saw it in IMAX. It was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Because it's, uh, I know that was a big thing for them that it's, shot entirely on the IMAX full frame cameras. Right? Yeah. 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 Is there anything else you want to you want to oh, run through? I have more I found I finally Okay, so Jennifer Connelly has been cast as Penny Benjamin in the original Top Gun. That character is referenced by Goose as the daughter of an admiral that Maverick had dated. As of nineteen, uh, as of the nineteen eighty six version, Connolly was a minor, age sixteen. So, classic. He's a pedophile, right? No, not in the eighties. Oh, okay. Doesn't count. Tom Cruise has a strange habit of having someone or something named Bob in most of his movies. Right. It's not a thing, though, right? What are the examples? Cody, I'll tell you that 160 of 168 people found that interesting. All right? Here is another thing about the Star Trek font. There are two facts about it. Stop. (laughs) The other fact worth even. I'm going to say this one's not interesting, too. Boom. Got him. So, uh... Here's my real question, Cody. What did you think of the the, the chief, you know, warrant officer, the guy, who his sidekick? Gosh, you're making me look up his name. The the guy this? who's there for the yes. Mach Ten flight. Yes, he's a sweet he's a sweet man. He's a sweet man. He's a sweet boy. We love him, Cody. Say with me. We love him. We love him. He's in other movies, Cody. And we love him in this one. Yeah. All right. So, Cody, tell me. Do you have anything else to say about this movie? I don't think so. I mean, it's the kind of thing you could recommend. To, you know, it's got a little something for everyone. It's very well done. The Have you seen the tomato scores on it? Rotten Tomatoes for it? 
I have not looked at I got the IMDb. Last I've seen. I checked, the tomato meter was 97, and the audience score was 99. So, wow. which is crazy. It's, it's one of those movies that like breaks the formula because it's like almost everyone has something good to say about this movie because it's so well done. But I don't think, whereas sometimes the Rotten Tomato score I think translates really well to a letter grade. I don't know if I would quite agree with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's only a handful of movies that hit the 98, 99, 100% mark. Um, so it's, it's kind of crazy that this one did. But it's one of those where like it sets out exactly, you know, exactly what it set out to do, it delivers on. Yeah. Cool movie, well shot. It's well written. It's not like well written in the same way that the best movies of the year are, you know, the ones that will get nominated for best screenwriting. But it's written well for exactly what it needs to do. And it's, yeah. anyone can go in and enjoy it. It goes down smooth, as they say. So they did a great job with it. So my question to you is what would you grade it? Cody, I'd say with this film, which is, I'd say, pretty much guaranteed to win at least several Oscars, right? Certainly you... best sports on a beach scene. Oh, yeah. Got to be up for that one. Coolest guy award. It's, yeah. He's probably going to be a front runner for that one. Look, Cody, Hangman does a thing where he flips the toothpick around in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Only cool guys can do that. That's true. Cody, I'm giving this one an A+. I'm agreeing with the yeah. Academy of Arts and Sciences, and I'm giving this one an A+. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, don't hate me. I hate don't you already, Cody. murder me. <laughs> don't hate me, man. You can't. It's me. Look, it's a plus. I'll That's give it a B plus. Say. Is that what you B were going to give for it for this one? Did you go? Yeah, up? yeah. I've, okay. I've. As soon as I got out of the theater, I was like, "That's a B pluser." I would, you know, it's one of those. It's got such broad appeal. You could recommend it to anybody. Goes down smooth. Well done. I mean, great job for doing. For doing real planes and shooting an IMAX and pulling off so much. Very few like legitimate complaints. For me, it's just a matter of like how elevated is this movie? You know, like is it the kind of thing I want to rewatch a bunch of times? Is there like there's enough depth in the characters? I'm like, yeah, no, it was well written, well done, but it also wasn't there's there isn't that same like I don't know. I feel like to, for me to get an A plus, you have to be executed like very, very well. And it has to be something where like it didn't have that deeper meaning that I think translates it into that level. Well, I think, but like as far as just being a, you know, a movie yeah. that I really enjoyed and was well done. That's what I'm saying. For me, this is yeah. this is where it's coming in about this is Cody's scale. You know, mm -hmm. solid B plus, well done. I liked it. I would recommend it to anybody. But it's not it's not a Cody movie per se. You know, I think at it the passes end of the, day, the vibe check. Yeah. It does seem like you don't enjoy uh, military things very much. You know what I mean? Like, it does seem whenever we watch a movie that is, like, about violence, I don't know, you know, military stuff in general. So, like, whether usually it's historical stuff. I know you don't, like, you're not a huge fan of, like, historical movies. You keep but, saying, I, you say that, but, like, 
I like it a good war movie. You know, like 1917. I knew you were going to bring up 1917. I knew you were going to bring up this nerd movie. I love 1917, too. (laughs) I know. But I would not classify it in the same category as Top Gun Maverick. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can say military movie, but a military movie that I'm going to put in the A category, that's the kind. Because I'm like, oh, I love the lighting. I love the achievement. It's got the same thing where, like, this is a great achievement because of how much practical shooting they did in airplanes with great cameras, and they edited it together well and everything, and they had great sound effects. So, I mean, the achievement of it, yeah. I love the achievement of 1917 doing the one-shot effect, great lighting, just, you know, good amount of character motivation based on a real story, you know. So, I mean... I do like war movies, but I think they have to be more of that kind of war movie um, or military movie, let's say. Like you said, it's more of a military thing versus just like a war thing. But yeah. So, I mean, it's not that I can't enjoy a movie like that and I can't rate it high. But for me, I don't know. It's I mean, not, I get it. But I mean, like, it's not harrowing enough. You know, it's not exactly. an emotional journey. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. There's no like, yeah. oh, he's just... You know, like with 1917, it's like, oh man, he's just this sweet little British boy, just run, just trying to survive his way through World War One. I. I wouldn't really say that he does much combat. He does a lot of running, and avoiding combat in 1917. There's a lot of running. Yeah. You know. Also, Cody, I just need to rewind back to one thing real quick. Speaking of the running, Don't tell me. <laughs> Cody, if we put tom cruise in soaking wet four pairs of soaking wet jeans and you in the most advanced running suit in the world i would put my soul down as on betting tom cruise would outrun you within a second that he would be so far ahead of you that you would have no chance of catching him and i feel like that's fair so your assertion of, I don't think Tom Cruise is catching any... I think Tom Cruise could outrun any member of this cast sopping wet with a weight tied to his back. All right? Look, that's fine. Here's the thing. People, there, there is controversy. Look, I never said I'm faster than Tom Cruise. Am I fast? Sure. Fast enough to play soccer? Not fast enough to be a forward, though. I'm not a striker. Because here's... Let me... Okay, let me run down. Let me run this down. Here's how fast I am. In soccer, I am fast enough, almost faster than, almost as fast as anyone on the field who has to dribble the ball. To be a good defender, you don't have to be faster than the offensive guys, because offensive guys are very fast, but they have to slow down a tiny bit because they have to control the ball while they run. So I can keep up with the fast boys as long as they have to dribble the ball. So I'm still pretty fast. I'm fast enough to be like an athletic guy who played like sports in high school um now (laughs) i don't think i'm faster than tom cruise but i also know that there is like a controversy around tom cruise like people love to talk about him running and is it just because he features himself i don't think he runs weird but people talk are always talking about how much is it because he has so many shots in like mission impossible he's like you guys want to watch me run So why, but why is it a controversy? Like, why are people always talking about Tom Cruise running? Is it because he's the only man who repeatedly puts himself in that situation? This says Quora estimates him running at 15.3 miles per hour. Now, I have no idea how fast that is, but I do know that Cruise says he's been clocked at 17 miles per hour. Right. So what, this is an ESPN.com article. 
I don't know how fast I am. I have no idea because I didn't run track or anything. But I did do some long distance running, so I know that like what my mile time is. But that's also different from sprinting. Like I said, I can sprint as fast as most people playing soccer that can dribble that are offensive people that dribble a ball. So what? I don't know how fast is that. And like, I'm watching every time Tom Cruise runs. Let me get up to more modern times. Because I've what but I've they, always you heard know is what? The you arm can't pumping. just say 15.3 miles. I know that like Olympic people are like 20 miles an hour, right? If not a little faster, like Olympic yeah. sprinters. All yeah, right, let's I'm go. watching videos of Usain Bolt running because everybody always gives him a hard time for his arms pumping, and I'm watching the Olympics. But and I think that makes that pumping. makes it look like he's running hard. Like that yeah. makes it look like he's, and I think that's the fun of watching him run like Mission Impossible is you're like, oh, he's hustling. <laughs> yeah, he pumps. <laughs> you his know, arms it's like, like that's Olympic why athlete. I like it. Yeah, but like, I've also heard like so people are like he's not going as fast as he looks like he's just good at making it look like he's fast. But then I've also heard interviews with people who are like on set with him that they're like he's so fast he outruns the camera rig and we have to like speed it up. You know, because they're like, run as fast yeah. as you can, and then we set it for a normal person. And so we're going heckin' super fast on this, like, camera rail, and he takes off past us. We're like, Tom, you can't run past the camera like that. <laughs> so they have to make it faster. So I don't know who to believe, the people who are, you know, like me out here saying Tom Cruise isn't that fast. Like, if I told you Tom Cruise ain't that fast, would you believe me? Mm-hmm. Be honest. No, not really. Yeah. But based on what I've seen him do... My thing about him running on the beach is wet jeans, no way. Number two, he's out here with these 20-year-olds, <laughs> these, like, 25-year-old Top Gun graduates. Anyway, okay, hold on, hold on. I have some more information for you. I'm watching him out run a According to this, right they used lasers to measure Usain Bolt performance in 100 meters. Yeah. They found that his top speed was 27 miles per hour, which is That's insane. Very, like, he's the fastest man alive. This person says that, like, the average man might run 8 miles an hour with women at 6.5. Running for their lives, not, you know, is going to be 12 miles an hour. Athletes and gym enthusiasts might be faster between, like, 14 to 17 miles an hour. So Tom Cruise is in the a good athlete range, but not Olympic sprinter range, which is a very respectable speed. <laughs> if you can run as fast as, like, a collegiate athlete, it's like, yeah. sounds like you run fast. Now, my question is, how fast can I run? <laughs> I do want to know. Or, you know, in my prime, when I was, like, 17 you know, playing soccer a lot and also doing, like, distance running training. I wonder how fast I go, you know? Yeah. You remember, uh, did you ever go to the Kauffman Stadium when uh, they had a thing where you could do the first base run and you could run against Kansas City Royals Uh time? And I would always run against the slowest people. I almost beat the slowest professional baseball player as, like, a fat child. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It was Mike Sweeney, for anybody who doesn't who knows old mm. uh, baseball, uh, Kansas City baseball stuff. He's very slow. Because I remember, yeah. like, running it and being like, I touched the bag, but, like, a step before I touched the bag, the light reached the end. And I was like, are you trying to tell me that if I, tr- like, trained for, like, a week and got a step faster, I could be faster than a professional athlete? That being said, uh-huh. Mike Sweeney usually was like, his whole thing would be that he would try to go for the home run, so the running didn't really Right, matter. that's that's what I'm saying. Those slow guys are usually sluggers, where they're like, yeah. no, I, I'm the catcher, and I got a big swing, or I'm just the designated hitter. You know, I'm just the guy who bats. 
on the team, and that's it. Yeah. I don't do anything else. So, um, but you just do something like that. You really get your speed up. Here's the other thing I want to mention. All right, you know, we're talking about we're comparing Usain Bolt and Tom Cruise here. It is important, I feel like, to remember one a very important thing okay uh let me just look so, let me look up so i say the exact right someone someone googled how fast can a human go without dying <laughs> Wait, what does that mean the av- oh. it's well documented <laughs> that the average maximum survivable g-force is 16 g's for a minute <laughs> okay who's running fast enough that they're going any amount of g's that's awesome I love that. Because in this way, it was a big deal when they hit 10 Gs. Yeah, because it's hard to not black out at that many Gs. Well, I think, don't, don't, the average Joe will black out at 5 Gs, right? I want to say. I Cause think so, yeah. there's a roller coaster in uh, Magic Mountain, Six Flags in California, that puts you at 5 Gs, and I've blacked out on that roller coaster. Oh, I've ridden a few fun. times. I almost blacked out once, and then I did black out for like half a second. Um, yeah. Another time I rode it. So it's a force of four to six sustained for more than a few seconds uh visual will result in visual impairment uh to total blackout it so was like, fun to watch it was fun in this movie how many times they like did the close-up of the person's face hitting 9g and you're like oh look at it there there they go there no oh they're passing out there they go yeah the coolest thing is like the thing and you really felt it in the movie right is that you know they're in a fighter jet pulling super high g's so you are watching this actor actually probably not pull 10 g's because they're like we're not gonna we're not trying to literally crush your organs you know because like the fighter pilots that are flying you guys around probably could pull that but they might black out and die (laughs) so we're not going to make a civilian pull 10 g's that being said tom cruise is probably like let's do it (laughs) pull those 10 g's you know He also survived a plane breaking up going Mach 10, so, you know. I don't think it's very... I don't think Maverick's a realistic person. So here's the thing. Usain Bolt is 6'5". Tom Cruise is 5'7". So just lay... Tom, Tom Cruise is 5'7"? Did you not know this? I know he was, like, shorter. I didn't really see his... I mean, I'm sure I've heard the fact before. I didn't really see oh, he's like short. shorter than... Your boy. He's shorter than me. He's a small person. To be Amazing. the same... Let's see. Well, now here's the real question, because in that final scene, he's taller than Jennifer Connelly, so that they have to put him in his in his platform shoes. That's the real question. He very famously got these... She's also 5'7", so yep, they had to put him in his platform shoes and give him a couple inches so that he'd be taller than her. They also shot it from a low angle, if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed that, but I, that was like all I could think of is like... Really trying to make Tom Cruise right. look a lot taller. Hold up. Kelly McGillis is 5'10". Yeah. What? Wow. I think they had to film stuff a certain way so she didn't look several inches taller than Tom Cruise. Man. You know, you put him in flats, you give Tom Cruise some nice boots. Yeah. Well, he has special shoes that give him like three extra inches, but they don't necessarily look like they've got a massive uh, yeah. lift to him. So. He was wearing just, heel just triple boots, thick though. Doc Martens. Yeah. If you look, let me see. Yeah. You know, later, I will try to find this. I'll show it to you. Anybody that's watching this movie, really pay attention to that final scene with Jennifer Connell. You will notice he's basically wearing high heels. Those boots that he's wearing have one of the biggest heels I've ever seen on these boots. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he's lifted up a little bit. 
But still, it's an A-plus movie for me. All right. Well, you know, I'm glad we got an A-plus. It's been a while since we had an A-plus Thailand movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm happy that we got it out of you. It's, you know, like I said, I'd recommend it to anyone. It's a and good one. Great one to see in theaters, I'm sure. It was a good experience in the movie theater. I want to go see so, it again. Uh, check it out. If you see the popcorn bucket, you tweet at me. At Opinion Hours, let me know. I'd yeah. love to know if you if you saw the bucket. Wow. Well, thanks for listening. You can find us wherever podcasts are found. Follow us. You review whatever. Review us. You can also find us on social media where we post uh, allegedly post memes at Opinion Harris, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Until next time, watch movies and have opinions. You saying Bolt Stride is probably. You, a couple you feet. You what? Usain Bolt's stride is probably like a foot or more, more than Tom Cruise's height, right? Have you seen Have you seen that video? Yes, absolutely. Have you seen that video where they show what it looks like for like a 6'5 person running 15 miles an hour versus like a 5'8 person? No. It looks like the short person goes way fast because their legs are moving so much quicker because they're like shorter legs. So like their legs are moving faster. But when you're big, it's really interesting to watch. It's like you look at the big, a big person running fast, and you're like, look at this slow person. You're like, nope, they're going very fast because they're covering ground, but they have big, long legs versus tiny. That's like when you watch Messi play soccer. You're like, look at him go. He's a zippy little guy. And it's because he's like three to five inches shorter than the average soccer player. So what you're saying is if Tom Cruise was six foot seven, he would have conquered the world by now. Yes, and we're lucky that, you know, just... Give thanks to whatever deity you worship that that didn't happen. But I worship Tom Cruise. I'm talking about a modern-day Genghis Khan if this man was tall.